0: Isn't that beautiful? Thank you, Gloria. And I love this song. This is the best one I love. Silent Night, Holy Night. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. No. <laughs> Am I going to be stoned today after church? <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas, right? We don't say Happy Holidays. now. Well, today... I have a message of good news. It's not, there is no bad news in it, except maybe 2%. (laughs) And it's the 2%, it's the work of man. So before we do anything, let us start the message. I'm not going to keep you. I'm going to get you out early. Last week I owed you 10 minutes, I'm going to pay you back 10 minutes now. <laughs> so, fair is fair. The Christmas message. The first Christmas service, I've, I worked on that, was celebrated at night. It was not observed in a church or a synagogue or a temple, it took place on the Judean hills. The meeting was not lighted by candles or lamps. The stars and glory of God lighted the scene. The congregation was not composed of the rich, the famous, and the favored. A handful of lowly shepherds made up the assembly. The choir was a heavenly chorus. It was night in Bethlehem. It was also night. It was night for the hopelessness and despair of the people all over that world there. There was a peace in the land, but it was the peace of a graveyard. Rome held God's people, the chosen nation, Israel, under its heel and ruled with oppression. The people longed for a lasting peace. And God, at the right time, sent them the eternal Prince of Peace. Good news, a savior. God had a message of good news to deliver to the whole world. He didn't have the modern convenience of television, radio, Or the high-tech communication systems that we have today and enjoy. So how would you get this message to the whole world? Being God, being graceful, being loving. He sent an angel who visited a group of shepherds in the fields at night. The angel delivered the most electrifying announcement ever heard. A baby was born. In Bethlehem. And his name was. Jesus. He was the incarnate son of God. The promised Messiah. He would save his people from their sins. And in Luke 2.10. Which we heard many times over this Christmas season. Behold I bring you good news. Of a great joy. Which shall be for all the people. The Christmas message is a message for the whole world. It's not exclusively addressed to a certain people, creed, or race. It's good news for all the people. This is what the Bible says. He came for any and every sect. God Has no favoritism. Did you hear me? And so is this church. As children of God. We take after our father. We have no favoritism. We We are all equal. We are all children of God. Amen to that? That is if we have been saved. And washed by the blood of Jesus. In our world. Some news is good. For one person. And Dean is smiling at me, and bad for another. Like Dean sometimes calls me, he said, "Uh, hi, Dad. I said, yes, Dean. He says, do you want to hear the bad news first or the good news first? I said, hit me with the bad news first. I like at the end of the story, which is good. Okay. So last night he called me. It was about 930. And he said, this is bad news. I said, come on, Dean, give me the bad news. He said, I have no good news. Our team lost. And as usual, they lose in the last quarter. Yeah. <laughs> but the other team that went home won. So it was one bad news for one and one good news for the others. This is always the case in our day and age. Good news of a team who has a victory and bad news for the losing team. Good news for an election. One is bad news for the other candidates who lost. But here's the difference the gospel is good news for everyone. For the poor as well as the prosperous, for the ignorant as well as the learned, for the child as well as the adult. It is good news for everyone in every nation. And this is Christmas. I love this time. Because it's time of joy. Because Jesus came into our world. I love this time because it's time when we remember more and more about Jesus coming into our world. And Christmas is an experience of unqualified love. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? In, in other words, undeserved love to each and every one of us. We all need that quality of love more than breathing, more than eating, more than sleeping. No one can fill our hearts other than the love of God, which is, the hymn book says, which is greater far. nor tongue or pen can ever tell. It goes beyond what? The highest star and reaches to the longer, lowest hell. That's the love of God. Christmas is your special time. I hope you consider it a special time, not a burden. Please, uh, God has something to say to us. And as I said, the title, them. The Christmas message. And here's this message. Today, in the city of David, there has been born for you a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Is that good news or what? Okay. Are you ready for more? Okay. Here's more good news. For God so loved the world. Or you can say, for God so loved me. doesn't matter. You're part of this world. That he gave his only begotten son, that believing in him, I, sh- I personally should not perish, but has everlasting life. Do you need more good news? The Bible is full of good news, but I don't want, as I promised, I'm going to get us early. There's another some good news here. Okay. In uh, John 3.17, we always caught John 3.16, but we forget 3.17. 317 is as important. Here it is. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn me, condemn you, but that I through him be saved. Is that good news? So 316, when you caught it, remember that he did not come to condemn me. He did not come to say, you are a sinner, you should go to hell. He, he will tell me, you are a sinner, you should repent and go to heaven where I am. This is the good news. If you look through all the Bibles, the, all, every, every message in the Bible, there is no good news for man from God. There is bad news for Satan is in the abyss. So consider that. You want more? Yeah. I'll give you one more. <laughs> is your heart rejoicing that it's all good news for you? I'll give you one. and when, uh, that, Like the advertisement says. And much more. Okay? <laughs> all right. Oh uh, Yeah, there's more. For $12.99, there's more. God is for us, not against us. Adol, where do you find this one? Put it down. Romans 8:31. You'll find it there. God is for you and for me. He's not against us, provided we are called his children. He is the real joy. As I said, he is the real joy. And brings into your life everlasting peace. And that's the promise from heaven. Once you experience his salvation, I insist, once you experience his salvation, you start tasting the true meaning of life. For joy is not in the accumulation of fortune, nor achieving a certain success in this present world. Otherwise... Just remember this past year, alone, many celebrities, movie stars, and other prominent men and women took their lives. In other words, committed suicide. They had everything the heart desired, right? They were rich. Oh, they could buy anything. They could buy an island. But happiness eluded them. And the joy they displayed You know what? Was not real at all Was acting They all were looking For the good news Somewhere else The good news Ladies and gentlemen Brothers and sisters The good news Is only in Jesus Christ Our Lord You have him It's good news all over Oh what a privilege To be a child of God And to belong to him what a joy for families together this coming week. Some of them will be united with their relatives. Some are traveling, like today, we have traveling people gone. Some will be having, hosting people at their home. And then Christmas season, where you sit down and start thinking about the great wonders that we experience along the way. I I can say he has been so good to us. Don't you say that? Has he been good to you? Even in sickness, he's good to us. You know why? In sickness, we start thinking all the sins and confess them one after the other. I do that. I don't know about you. I'm a sinner. Thank God, saved by grace. We start making amends. And the least we can do during this season, let the people know what the cause, the reason, that the joy we have in our hearts. Let's not be ashamed of our Christianity. Let us not say happy holidays. I had a guy who bugged me a lot. This is why I I, I hate happy holidays. He said, happy holidays. I don't know where it's coming from, but that's okay. And then Christmas, we should enjoy. It's not in buying and selling. It's not in giving gifts and receiving gifts. This is all good. But it's enjoying the joy that we have in our hearts. Regardless what happens, there's joy. This is the joy of Jesus being born in our hearts. Let's not be ashamed of that. And let us declare it to the whole wide world. And you know who set an example for us? Peter and the disciples. And when they set a precedent, when they took them and asked them, the whole the whole court of Sanhedrin asked them, they warned them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. They answered, you know what they answered, and I hope it's coming to be our answer from now on. We cannot stop speaking what we have seen and heard. We can say we cannot stop speaking of what we have experienced. And he adds on there is salvation. In no one else, for there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. This is the word of God, and it is healing to to all the world's sicknesses, and this is the meaning of Christmas. So far, good news, right? Good news. Amen. The word of God is void from bad news. Void. And Christ sets the example by bringing good news to all the lives he has touched. Listen to this. While he was here on earth, did he do good? The Bible, the word of God. I quote the word of God all the time. He said he went around doing good. Okay. Okay. He brought good news to every person he met. Right or not? Amen? Okay, let's go through this. He healed every disease. Right or not? Okay. No one came to him and was sent empty-handed. That's if you're willing. Every home he entered, he spread joy, and wherever he went, he mended many hearts. And he brought dead to life. Is that good news or what? in the middle of funeral, to raise up someone who is dead, is that bad news or good news? Tell me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let us not say, well, why did God do this to me? God doesn't do any bad thing to us. We bring it on ourselves. He turned many joys, many mornings into joys. And listen to his words, and he said that. And if you want to know what it is, Isaiah, Isaiah 61.1, it says, I bring the words, the same words, good news to the afflicted, to heal the broken-hearted, to proclaim liberty to captives, recovery to the sight of the blind and freedom to prisoners. This is the Christ of Christmas we preach and we owe allegiance to. Us. Is that good news? Here's the 10% or 2% of the bad news. The only sad news comes from people. From us. His own people rejected him. They chased him out of their cities. We don't want this. We don't want him. You know what? As it was then, it is now. I read and hear and watch sometimes on television that people do not want. Trees, the Christmas tree, though they called, they changed the name, they made it what? Isn't that, isn't that blasphemy? A holiday tree? And another man in church, he called it a winter tree? As if there is a winter tree and a summer tree and a fall tree and I'm done with them. We don't want you. We don't want Christmas. We want to be politically correct. I'm so sick of this one. How about being Bible correct, children of God? So Merry Christmas, yes? Yes. To every person under the sun. A story is told, and this is what I promise you, I I have to tell you what people do. There's a sad story here. About a mother who went Christmas shopping. With her three children, and if you take three children, she toddlers with you Christmas shopping. It's not going to be. It's not going to be an easy day. You agree with that? Oh, okay. By the end of the day, she barely made it to the elevator of the department store to go down to the garage. Upon entering the elevator with the three little ones, angels, and with all the shopping bags. There was a man taking the same elevator going down there. She suddenly addressed him saying, who is the owner of Christmas? And who is this man? They call Jesus. I want to shoot him. The man answered, you don't need to do that, ma'am. We already crucified him. He brings good news. We say, No, we don't want you. We're doing this today in our country. We're doing this, but thank God for the majority. We're doing something else. We are singing, Joy to the world, the Lord has come. Amen. And our world is filled with joy. Who is He? It was totally different than the question raised by the deal spoke about that last week. By the Magi, who came. The wise men they called them. He said, where is he? So we can go and not shoot him and worship him. And they did. That's why they were called wise men. Whether they were three or ten. It does not matter. And we thank God. We worship a living Savior. And we should bow down and worship the Savior. And he told them before he left, go into the world and preach the good news to every creature. And his farewell words with them was this, go therefore, make disciples of all nations. Salvation is the best and only way toward living a a life fulfilled and filled with peace, joy, and happiness. And there is no other way, and there is no other Savior. Jesus Christ is the only one. Amen? At the end of this message, this places a large responsibility on you and me. To carry this message. It was started. 2,100 years ago. On the Galilean hills. By the angels. Let us continue that. Let us not join the crowd. Let's go against the tide. And let us join. The chorus of heaven. The choir of heaven. Emmanuel. Is born. Which is God is with us, and he is for us. We have good news. We have a great story to tell. Why should we be ashamed? We have a winning story. We have victory over sin and hell. We have freedom, and we have life. Above everything else, we have a great Savior. So let's go out and preach the gospel, and tell the world that wonderful story. Let's proclaim it. Jesus was born and he lived. That's his story. He died. He rose again and ascended to the Father. And here's the wonderful hope that we have. And he will return. And it could be today. Let's be zealous. Let's get this message out. Let's take our responsibilities. We need to take a stand against the rising tide that we see around us in this United States and in the world. I am sick and tired of pseudo-Christianity. Anybody who goes to church calls himself Christian, you know, and wishy-washiness about so-called Christians and Christmas and Christianity. Let's take a stand and let's fight. And as Paul said, I've been fighting all my life. And I never gave up. Merry Christmas this year. If we live till next year, another Merry Christmas. And when we enter heaven, we will tell Jesus Christ, we are the people who stood. And Merry Christmas. He will say Merry Christmas to you, I guarantee you that. He will. Because it's his birthday and we're celebrating him. Let's not be that crowd of happy holidays. In fact, these holidays make us tired. But celebrating Jesus make us happy. Amen. Do we have good news? Yes. Did I, I promise you good news. Yes. Yes. Except for the story of the woman. Okay, good news. And if we have good news, let's go have a very Merry Christmas. God bless you. I owe you ten minutes. I gave them back to you. May God bless you. May God bless you and use you. I'm not going to see you before Christmas. I wish you a very Merry Christmas. Bill fell last night, and he wanted me to wish you a very Merry Christmas on behalf of Mike. He wishes you also these are the elders, our elders that we love and honor and obey them. We thank them for caring for us and shepherding the flock. We love them. And from them to all of us, a very Merry Christmas. And from me, go enjoy it. You have a great message, the message of love, the message of sacrifice, a happy message. The message of Christmas, good news to you and all your families. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you that we have a great Savior. We thank you that we have a loving Savior. We thank you that we have a sacrificing Savior who came into our lives, changed us. And if we are happy, if we have joy, if we have anything, we owe it all to you. So we bow our heads, we bow our knees, we bow our hearts before you and ask you to use us. Help us to take our responsibilities the way we need to be as true Christians and true soldiers of the cross. We wish, I wish each and every person will realize how honored we are to have Jesus Christ in our hearts. Help us to celebrate him. And help us to enjoy this Christmas season with our families and friends and wherever we go. And be with each and every family. Those traveling, those at home, those celebrating, those visiting. Lord, be with this church, your church, and all the Christians all over the world. That you give us a happy and wonderful and Merry Christmas. In Jesus' name, our Lord and Savior, we ask and pray. Amen. Amen. The meeting is over. Merry Christmas. God bless you and be with you. I'll see you next Sunday, year end.